0: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. My name is Mike Garrigan. And my name is Murray. And we'll be your hosts. Uh, I'd like to welcome you to a new podcast series. Uh, This new series, this is the first of 11 shows, and this new series will chronicle the making of the album, The Echoes of Winter.
1: So, welcome to the show. And if I'm not mistaken, what we talked about, too, was the aim of this series is to share the experience of making this album with your fans. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's the idea. And this series will start off with and we'll probably end with um, just me you know, playing demos and the works in progress and, and other ideas. And the idea, too, is for fans out there who, who are listening to give some feedback and just uh, general Uh, comments are just helpful in the process.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And um, so for all y'all listening out there, uh, Mike's on the web at his website, MikeGarrigan.com, And you can also email him at mike at mikegerrigan.com or you can reach me at murray at mikegerrigan.com. Yeah, and we're um, on Facebook, you know, we have the Facebook,
0: I have a personal page and a band page, uh, I'd like it if you'd like the band page, because that's where we put more, most of the music, and I'm also on Twitter, I recently changed my Twitter handle for, for ease of use um, to Mike garrigan one
1: Why did you change your Twitter handle?
0: Well, when, it, when Twitter started, I didn't think it was going to catch on, um, so I just made up a, a silly name. and
1: Jim Steele? Um,
0: Yeah, and just for ease of use, you know, if someone wants to follow me,
1: they wouldn't get confused. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, and you can also sign up for my monthly mailing list at my website, MikeGarrigan.com. I won't bombard you with daily emails, just a a newsletter every month to tell you uh, when I'm playing and what I'm up to.
1: Yeah, and if you're out there listening, just log into MikeGarrigan.com. There's a little box there you can sign up. I did.
0: Well, thank you, Murray. That's very kind of you. Um, so let's get into some news here. Um, yeah. How did the show at the Broad Street
1: Cafe go?
0: It was good. You know, I, um, I'm going to post, if I haven't done it yet, I'm going to post a set list from the show on, on Tumblr, on my, um, my blog. Um, uh, but it was interesting. I put out a, um, sort of a, a message on Facebook that I was playing and I got a, re- a lot of requests for more online, uh, shows. So um, I brought a video camera out and recorded it. That's a good
1: idea. So you probably do some YouTube clips of it.
0: That's right. And and so what I'm going to do is hopefully, as, as the schedule permits, I'm going to try to do new media every Wednesday. You know, the, the first Wednesday of the month, it'll be a, a podcast for audio. And then uh, the other Wednesdays will be hopefully some cool videos or Uh, pictures of some kind. But anyway, media on Wednesday, if you're out there listening, I think Mike Errigan, Wednesday media. Are you doing Gossman this year? Yeah, um, I'm going to present the Gossman Passion, my uh, Easter pageant musical uh, at the Newman Center in Chapel Hill on March 23rd. Um, More details next month will be available about that. But we're Going to start rehearsals uh, in a couple weeks.
1: So and that's, that's, on, good. that's on the web at gossmanpassion.com.
0: Yeah, G-O-S-S-M-A-N-P-A-S-S-I-O-N.com. And also finalizing plans for a show in New Bern, North Carolina, which is to the east. Uh, that'll be in April, and more details will follow about that. But anyway, I'm out playing, I'm out doing stuff, um, trying to stay really active this year with music. And uh, this point of this show is to share the making of the new record, uh, so why don't we get into a
1: song? Yeah, we you played this one song that I really liked at Broad Street. Uh, it was called "Them
2: them don't make me. Them, no echo Comfort in the cushion Them, no needles, no pain Them, don't wake me Sleeping in the slideshow Them, don't lie my way All that seems to stay, yeah. And the afterglow is all that. Remains. Seems to stay
1: So this is the early stages of this record. I was wondering if you could describe to everybody what is the process by which you approach uh, making the record or deciding what songs to do?
0: Well, um, I did this kind of process with the album Voyage of the Malamander, where the first thing I did was made really rough recordings, um, four-track recordings, which is a, a minimalist approach to recording. You only get four tracks, which means you can do some vocals, uh, a couple guitars, and a lot of these demos, like the one we just heard, um, was like a stereo guitar and then one vocal, so it was really three tracks.
1: So you're just trying to hear everything on an equal playing field, like without any buttons and whistles.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter how old or new the song is. I just want to hear it um, in one context, very simplified, and hear all the songs that way. Um, and then once I have a collection of songs that I like, I begin to think about how to expand those songs into a future production and sort of uh, conceptualize what is the sound of the record going to be.
1: And You've already started work on, on this song and the other two that, that we're going to hear yeah. today. Um, what have you done? To them.
0: Well, with this song, I sped up the tempo a little bit, and I added some drums and bass, and uh, it was calling for more of an electrical guitar approach than acoustic, although I kept the acoustic guitar in there. Um, but I like to work in, in sets of three, and, and by that I mean I like to work on three songs at a time and then shuffle back and forth between them.
1: That way you can do like all the bass and all the drums and all the vocals at one time for everything. Yeah,
0: and it keeps the sound pretty unified for that um, group of, grouping of songs. I can use the same bass chain or the same drum kit, um, the same vocal chain, and that way it creates a unity among, among the record.
1: What do you think the sound of this record is going to be?
0: Well, I want it to be different from anything I've done, but I want it to be cohesive with uh, the other three seasonal albums. So um, things like the piano and uh, acoustic guitar are are obvious parts to it. Um, I don't want it to be a a melancholy trip. You know, I don't want it to all stay down. That's very stereotypical of winter. Um, One thing someone pointed out to me was that, you know, winter can be a happy time too. It can be a quiet time. It can be exciting, but it doesn't have to be this bleak, depressing Uh, stereotype. So I'll I'll just see how things come together.
1: Yeah, and I think the idea of the piano um, being maybe not a central part, but a key part would be a good idea because, you know, Lessons of Autumn ends with that piano solo piano song. And then Static on the spring album starts. It's primarily a piano song. So that would be a good common theme, I think.
0: I agree. Why don't we hear another song? This one is called Lazarus Sign.
2: The possible was true. The light exposed a smile. In love with something new. Is that a spark? Down my spine, are we still alive? Or is it just a Lazarus sign to hold on to? My side is growing bold. Hold on to Hold on
1: to. It's a pretty sneaky trick you know, I saw that that song was in mono. it's pretty cool. Um, so we talked about the recording process and, and how you get songs ready but can you tell everybody? what is the has been the writing process i mean that's very different from recording yeah.
0: well there there're basically three um modes of writing that this this collection of demos has has taken on and the first process um was very specific i took the songs from the album the promise of summer and i made a list of them and then i thought of alternate and opposite titles that would invert those songs and wrote 11 songs based on those. Uh, And for example, the song Them, the idea to write a song called Them comes from writing the opposite of the song She Alone. And She Alone, as we know, is a song that's very hopeful and whimsical and exciting, you know, about falling in love. And, And Them is the opposite. It's a song about isolation and paranoia. So, um that that that's one process that goes on.
1: So you have 11 songs mm-hmm.
0: um that were written that way. I should say I, I attempted 11 songs. I think 8 or 9 came out. Some were were just sort of rejected. Um there's a song called Tiny Snowplows uh that was a uh, inversion of summer machine that just it didn't work for me. But um, What was the second
1: process then? You mentioned three, so what was the second one?
0: The second process was uh, a process of collision where I took a common winter word like glove or jacket and then put some other sort of modifying word or unlike word next to it and came up with a new concept. Uh, there's a song called A Soft Jacket. There's a song called False Glove that eventually I'll play on the on the podcast, but the title, from that title, I used that as a jumping off point for lyrics, which inspired music, which inspired a redrafting of lyrics.
1: And how rigid were you with that? I mean, if you had just a regular concept that came in your head, did you throw it away or, or did you stick to your plan? I kept
0: it loose just to keep the uh, creative juices flowing, but, um, you know... Uh, it was written, everything has been written from from J- January of last year to July, so uh, anything to keep those creative juices flowing, I did,
1: you know? Did you have any consideration of dipping into earlier work and, and redrafting or redressing anything?
0: Yeah, and that was the third process, actually. We talked about three um, places the songs came from, and... You know, the third one was looking back into the catalog of stuff that hasn't been released. Um, The the concept of a winter record has been around for a long time for me. And I've mentioned before on the podcast, songs like Gravity Affects Me and Walk in Circles were originally slated to go on a winter record, but they got uh, sucked into the MG4 project, which I like a lot, but um, there's not a place for those here anymore anymore. But what I did do is I went back to the catalog and, and reimagined some songs. And, you know, there's one song still left over from the Morning Pages, which was most of uh, Pillar of the Sun and and Spring. There was uh, a song from my foray into jazz. I wrote a couple um, pseudo-jazz standards um, And those are going to, those were demoed during this process. And also there's a a one song that I wrote into my brief foray into the commercial world that's sort of getting redressed. So um, we'll see, you know, we'll see how that all shapes out.
1: Yeah. And, you know, usually at this time of the show, we do the mailbag, but we didn't get any mail this week. Uh, So if you're out there listening and, um, you know, I'd like to hear from you, I, I would love to get a letter you know, and you can address it to me. I don't care. You know, Mike is here too, but, you know, I'd like to get some mail. So if, you, if you're thinking about it and you like the podcast and you want to ask me or Mike a question, just send me a message, murray at mikeyergen.com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you.
0: Well, since we don't have, you know, any mail, is there a question you think you could make up?
1: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by this idea Of Media Wednesday for you. And I was wondering if you could explain a little bit more about your rationale for why you're choosing to put more media out and why on Wednesday. Well, Wednesday, I don't know. It's just
0: middle of the week. It seems good. But um, I've been doing a lot of thinking and analysis of what's been working and what hasn't been working at MikeGarrigan.com and and, in general. And, um, you know, the Internet and social media is, is quite a learning process. And th- probably the, the biggest gaping hole in my online presence has been um, video. Th- there's basically no good quality video on YouTube of me that, um, you know, that I like. There's, there's some, you know, fan cams and things, but um, I think producing some good video content would be a good idea. So that's really going to be the focus uh, of of the new media.
1: Well, what kind of videos do you think you're going to do?
0: Well, I initially have an idea for three different kinds. Uh, one will be, you know, I'm going to bring my my phone to my shows and sort of do a stage cam type thing and and, and mix the audio in uh, in a nice professional way. So uh, there will be some live, real live video. Um, the second kind would be I want to do some live in the studio solo acoustic. Uh, who knows, maybe I'll get a guest to come by and do a song with me, but a solo acoustic video. And then third is this idea of performing songs in not strange spaces, but spaces that you wouldn't normally expect to see me in performing, um, like maybe in a stairwell or a, the back of a car or perhaps, you know, just out mm-hmm. in my living room. Sort of very candid, um, unproduced performances uh, would be kind of interesting, I think. I think so
1: too. That's a good idea.
0: Well, why don't we do um, the third song? Uh, This is another new song. This is called Rosencrantz, an underdog.
2: Letting go to find the echo remains Rosencrantz, he lived an easy life Every day was quite the same Quite changed from the strawberry rye And the dream that never fades,
0: and it's
2: goodbye, baby, all the way. Letting go to find the echo remains. Goodbye, baby, all the way. I miss you. Goodbye, baby, all the way Letting go to find the echo remains Goodbye, baby, all the way I miss you The shadows in the snow
1: Dang, that was pretty good. Thanks. What what was that little guitar backwards thing that went on during the solo?
0: That was um, when I mixed these, I edited two different solos together and they, they happened at different points in the... I guess chord algorithm, so it didn't match up, so I just reversed it until it made sense but um a little studio trick um so what what yeah, it was kind of a mistake? What would you say these three
1: songs are about?
0: Well, they're a little all over the place, and I think they're each is about different things, but all these songs together kind of have this general umbrella of of winter um which is um a feeling of absence uh being cold um but also the warm fire, so
1: cool. Uh,
0: there's that. But, well, um,
1: you, you mentioned that Them was a song about paranoia and absence. Um, I, I get that. I don't really need much more explanation. But what about um, the song we just heard, Rosencrantz? What's that all about?
0: Well, Rosencrantz was one of those inversion songs. Um, there was a song called Throw Away, A Racehorse, on the summer record. And that song was a metaphor, and, and there, there was a racehorse in, in, in Dublin in 1904 that won. His name is Throwaway, and, and this was one of the inversions. And so there was another horse called Rosencrantz, and uh, because Throwaway won, I thought that I would write a song about a racehorse that, that didn't win, Rosencrantz. And so Rosencrantz really isn't a racehorse. He's a metaphor for me or the speaker, whoever is is feeling in that song. And Rosencrantz gets uh, three songs on this demo package. Rosencrantz 1, which we just heard. There's Rosencrantz 2, which is subtitled Going Nowhere, and then Rosencrantz 3, The Silver Screen. And those three songs are, aren't really related, but they kind of do tell a story, uh, a, a longer narrative that just happened to
1: show up in all this writing. So I, I get that. That's that's a cool idea. I can't wait to hear the other, other two tracks.
0: Well, thanks. And then, you know, Lazarus Sign is a different kind of song, um, but it's also similar. It, it's not a jumping-off-point song, or a, not jumping-off-point, but it's not an inversion song, and it's not... It started as a collision song, but it ended up being something totally different. And it's really a metaphor um, kind of for not giving up hope. Well, what is the Lazarus sign? Well, it's it's sort of a... Well, in, in the medical field, um, when a corpse reanimates for a brief second It's said to have shown the Lazarus reflex. And the Lazarus reflex is when someone's nerves kick in for the last moment, and it appears like they're alive. They sit up in the morgue, and then they slowly fall back down. It's kind of creepy. Um, I've never personally seen it, but I heard about it, and I said that would be a good metaphor for a song uh, talking about a relationship. Like, maybe there's some hope. Uh, No, it was just a Lazarus sign. Pretty so. cool. I like that. I like that one a lot. Well, thank you, and and thank you all for tuning in. We're getting to the the near the end of our our half hour. We try to make these shows about a half hour in length, so they don't go on too long. Um, but thank you for tuning in, and I'll be back next month. Remember, these are going to be monthly rather than weekly now, and uh, every Wednesday we'll have some new media for you to check out on YouTube or or somewhere. I'm, I don't know exactly where it's going to show up. Uh, But next month, we'll be back with three more songs.
1: Um, And we're on the web at com. You can email us, Mike at com or Murray at MikeGerrigan.com. And please sign up for our mailing list. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz.
0: Yeah, and so uh, remember, interaction is key. So uh, please email us, uh, tweet us, Facebook us, whatever. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you next month. Thanks for tuning in.